Mums with Hustle podcast, episode 342. Welcome to the Mums with Hustle podcast, where you'll discover everyday mum entrepreneurs killing it in their industry. Learn the secrets you can replicate to create your own success with your host, Tracy Harris. Influencer marketing is not something that many people haven't considered when it comes to expanding their audience or making more sales on Instagram. In fact, over the last couple of years, we have seen quite the explosion in terms of more influencers emerging and more brands really valuing the contribution of influencers as people who can introduce their product, their service, their knowledge and expertise, and position it appropriately in front of their own audiences, meaning that you have the power to tap into a very warm, trusted, niched audience if you have a great relationship with an influencer. Now, on today's episode, I'm going to speak specifically about the do's and don'ts of working with influencers. And I'm sharing this with you because I know that a lot of you have either worked with influencers before, maybe you've had a great experience, but I also know it can be very rocky, it can be very challenging. A lot of people can feel disappointed, sometimes ripped off, sometimes frustrated, but equally for the influencer as well, they can feel really taken advantage of, not valued enough, uh, not given enough creative freedom, frustrated by brands reaching out um, in a way that, you know, doesn't really hero what they're about and they can feel very used, frustrated. So both parties need each other, but often there's just a lot of miscommunication that goes on or people are a bit not informed. So I wanted to bring this episode to you to give you some very clear do's and don'ts so that you can move forward with either incorporating influencer marketing into part of your Instagram strategy. Hence why, you know, paying attention, I said part, not entirely, uh, because we know that it's not essential. It's not something that all brands and business owners need to have as part of their Instagram strategy. Uh, But I know it is something that can play a huge role in either growing your audience or bringing more revenue into your business if you are paired with the right influencer and you have the right product and, and, you know, everything is hunky-dory, as Kathy Hilton would say. (laughs) Oh, my gosh, just uh, sharing there. I just just love Beverly – what? Housewives of Beverly Hills. Don't know if any of you do, but, yeah, I love it. Hence the Kathy Hilton hunky-dory segue. Now I'm going to bring it back uh, to the episode. So back in episode 286, I answered a question from one of my members and it was this. She said, I sent a gift to an influencer and they didn't respond at all. And I know that the gift was received and it just feels really weird and awkward now. What do I do? So if that's ever happened to you or if you're considering sending a gift to an influencer, meaning you're not, you haven't reached out to them first. You haven't offered payment for them to share your product with their audience. It was a gift. Uh, and now that they haven't acknowledged it, even to you in the DMs, that they got it, that they liked it, or they didn't like it or anything, like you've just heard nothing. I want you to go and listen to that episode 
286. I'm going to link to it for you in the show notes over at tracyharris.co under episode 286. So go and check that one out. But in this episode specifically, we're diving into the do's and don'ts. Now, I also want to say that if you're a member in the Social Method Society, or if you'd like to become a member of the Social Method Society, go to socialmethodsociety.com and express your interest. We'll notify you of the next time we open doors to welcome new members because we have some advanced trainings in there to help you uh, really implement what I'm talking about here in this episode. It takes you from just knowing about it into actually how to implement it and how to have confidence, but also be professional around it at the same time. So things like an influencer brief and template so that there's you know, an agreement in place, exactly what should go on that agreement and how to complete that is inside of our members area. Uh, There's also an in-depth interview with an influencer, really walking through with such transparency exactly what it's all like, the ins and outs, of course, even more do's and don'ts. And we also have an email template for outreach, which a lot of our members have used and had great success with. In fact, they have come in and often said, uh, every time I've reached out without this template, I get rejected or I just hear nothing. And then when I use the template from the Social Method Society, I have more success. So instantly, you know, that's what we want. So anyway, that's inside of the members area only for the Social Method Society. So if you're not a member, go to socialmethodsociety.com, put your name and email down and we'll send you an invitation next time we open. Let's dive in to these do's and don'ts, shall we? So don't, don't, please write this down also, by the way, this is a good one to take notes on. Don't look simply at the popularity of the influencer, meaning judging them purely from the number of their followers. That is a big no-no. Someone can have a lot of followers and not necessarily have an engaged community. So what I do want you to do is look for engagement. And I'm not just talking about likes. What's actually more important is the comments. Are people asking questions? Are people saying, oh, that's so lovely. Where did you get that from? Do people answer their calls to action? Have they got people speaking to them versus is it a one-way conversation where they just pump out comment, uh, pump out content and there's not nothing back? Because that level of engagement where you've got people writing back, that's an indicator of community and influence versus someone that just puts out content. So I want you to really look at that. So don't look simply at the number of followers. Do look for signs of an engaged community. Number two, don't send a generic canned email to influencers that you wish to work with. No. And I know I mentioned, well, inside of the Social Method Society, we actually have a proven uh, template for you to kind of fill in the blanks for the influencer that you're wanting to reach out to. But even that, we teach you how to personalize it. It needs to be personal. That's where people feel valued and seen and understood. And like, you know, you're not just using them as a transaction only. The best influencer marketing partnerships are the ones that feel like relationships. So personalizing the email works wonders. And if you can, 
Starting that relationship off on Instagram in the DMs is also a really great place to start so that when you do the more professional outreach, it doesn't seem so cold. Tip number two, don't set too many limitations on how to do the collaboration or directing them on what to say, how to say it, exactly what type of video you want. That's becoming a little bit more of, you know, you dictating the ways to promote your product. And yes, it's important to give some guidelines, but what is important and what's actually going to have that influencer want to do their best work for you is to really trust them that they know what they're doing, that they know what is best for their audience. They've built their audience to a sizable amount. We all know that's not really easy. And the reason they've been able to do that is because they know their audience well and um, they know themselves well so that they can show up authentically versus a very contrived, stifled, scripted, dictated way. So do give them creative freedom. Yes, you can have some boundaries there in terms of like brand guidelines, absolutely, but really giving them the permission to express their own creative freedom because like I said, they know their audience. They have their own ways of maximizing reach. You can, of course, suggest ideas, but always back that up with, Of course, I understand that you know your audience best. So if my suggestions here are not going to give us both the best outcome, please feel free to, you know, take, be the correct creative director here because I trust you. You know, that, that is going to land so much more. And of course, deepen the relationship that you have with that influencer because the best influencer marketing partnerships, again, are ones that don't just work together just one time. They are most effective when it's done over a longer period of time because that audience is naturally warming up to the brand. It also, that the influencer is sharing, it also shows more trust if this person isn't just using the item once, well, if they're using it consistently, integrating it into their life or their day or their routine or regularly featuring it, it will, it shows, oh, this person genuinely does love this thing. And uh, tip number four, don't expect the influencer to do everything. What I want you to do is be planned, coordinate campaigns with the influencer, give some direction, provide key dates, give them promotional assets and materials that they can use in the form of a marketing kit, set them up for success and to be, you know, professional, to be able to be creative and do a really great job. So some things that you may include in a marketing kit are some graphics, should they choose to use those, some email copy, some swipe copy for their social posts. All of that goes a really long way. So being as helpful as you can. And I understand that when you're right at the beginning of your business journey, to be putting together like a marketing kit, a promotionals kit like that, that can slow you down. It's not necessary to start out having that in place. That's something that you can grow into, but just know that it is important and it is valued and it oozes professional brand. And you want your influencer to feel proud that they're working with you versus, you know, not feeling like um, what I'm saying is you want to come across as professional. And I know that you do too. So that's something that adds that layer and you don't have to start out being like that, but it's something that you can grow into. So I wanted to share that one 
with you also. Again, in this scenario, communication is key. So creating yourself an influencer brief, like a brief of the project or the campaign that outlines the deliverables that you're both going to be fulfilling on that you are agreeing to. This is one of the areas on our influencer brief and template inside of the Social Method Society. So it is members only. But if you want access to materials like that, things that are going to actually help you implement things in your business, uh, when it comes to Instagram marketing, with greater confidence and also with speed because it takes time to know uh, what should be going inside of these things or how to write the perfect um, email outreach. It's going to take you loads of experimenting. If you're someone that's like, oh, I'd actually just really love that resource or that support, that's what we do in the Social Method Society. It's all there inside of the members area. So socialmethodsociety.com if you're not yet a member. I just want to finish up by saying that most of the time, Brand awareness for our products, our services, our courses, memberships, that's not really something that we can do all by ourselves. We can really speed and up our reach and get in front of more people and grow our audiences and reach as many people as we can when we can get in front of other people's audiences. And this is what influencer marketing is all about. Remember, it's important to give your influencer the control on how they would like to market your product or service because it just comes across with greater authenticity and also fun. And at the end of the day, they really do know their audience best. All of our customers, regardless of the type of industry that we're in, have consumers that are just becoming more savvy, especially online, more social savvy and more discerning on how they spend their hard-earned money. So building trust for your product or service is extremely important. And that's really baked in. It's what you're paying for. Influencers bridge this gap and they make your product or service really known within their own niche communities. And we have to value that. Customers trust that if their key person of influence, their influencer, their person that they relate to, that they enjoy following, that they've got a bond with, um, that person loves the product or the service, then they naturally trust that they will too. And it speedens up the process from awareness to purchase. So I hope you got something out of today's episode. I always love hearing back from you. So I send my email subscribers emails weekly. And at any time, please just hit reply and let me know if the episode this week was helpful for you or what you'd like to see discussed here on the podcast in future episodes. We're a community here at the Mums with Hustle podcast and I absolutely love connecting with you and making your business feel far more possible. I want you to show up on Instagram in the way that actually serves you, the future you, your future life that you're trying to create for yourself and also your beautiful customers and clients. So have a beautiful week, my friends. Hit that subscribe button on iTunes if you haven't already and stay happy in your hustle. Bye.